going on? It's Tuesday at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I hope everybody out there is having a good one, a great one, a, a nice one. You know, Tuesday is that day that's not quite Monday, but it's just like trying to figure out Wednesday, but you're just getting into the swing of things. You know, you're just easing into things, you know? How you doing to J. Jeremiah, like the Bible, on this Tuesday, doing- August 29th? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Like you said, it's not quite Monday, but it's not Wednesday. So that's always a good thing. (laughs) Apparently it's National Lemon Juice Day, which again, why? Why? Now, if it was National Lemonade Day, I'd be down for that. Lemonade is my favorite beverage. I think I could actually survive on lemonade. I do. I do. Um, but nonetheless, uh, it is not lemonade day. It's lemon juice day. So try and make juice out of lemons if you got if you get lemons today. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be a, another day where we talk about a lot of things that are really frustrating because this country is really frustrating. But I'm going to do my best to bring you some laughs in the midst of all of that because we've got to get through it. Okay. We've got to talk about it, but we've got to like elevate over it. And um, we're going to get into it. So Jeremiah, can you please run down for the people what we got coming at them? Because life comes at you fast. That's right. So later today, we're going to talk about President Biden. He says he will not make Trump's legal problem his, his an election issue. Also, child support because Tyrese are, Tyrese is singing songs about it, and Halle Berry's baby daddy is collecting it. Also, on today's big up letdown, KFC is getting the letdown. But this hour, who is making a connection between Trump and Trump's mugshot and black men? We got to talk about it. Also, what is Steve Harvey apologizing for? Who mm. all at this hour? Ooh, Steve Harvey, that mustache is quivering right now. (laughs) I've met Steve Harvey uh, about three times, and every time I felt like his mustache was looking me up and down and just made me uncomfortable. But that's just what my experience was. Um, All right, well, your experience with us, I hope, is a good one where you get the laughs and the facts. Remember, you can stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-AMANDA-8. I feel like that's what the theme song might be if we had a theme song. All right, we'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. Back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. We are about to dive into some black here news. I don't know if y'all have seen this BS. Okay, so we all know that your man's the burnt orange Trump. Um, he had a mugshot taken, and this has, of course, like spiraled. I mean, by the way, he made a whole bunch of money off of this mugshot that's on merch. But the thing that's really like thrown me for a loop is the way that MAGA Republicans are somehow trying to use the mugshot shot to slingshot black voters over to MAGA. Okay. So this, um, woman, Laura Loomer, okay. She's a far right political activist and a white nationalist. Great, great credentials right there. She said the black vote is coming out strong for Donald Trump in 2024. They just arrested Trump and booked him in the blackest jail in the state of Georgia on phony trumped up charges. Fonnie Willis just made Donald Trump the most relatable man on the ballot for the black community. What, what, I, I don't, I don't know where, where that. We don't believe you. You need more people. I'm just trying to figure out where black men saw Donald Trump get a mugshot and said, ah, that's me. I see me in that. That's me. I see me in that. 
he's in a suit and tie. <laughs> like, I don't know where black men are watching Donald Trump pull up to the jail in his motorcade and are like, yeah, that's me. That's me. Like, I just don't know how they get this so twisted. OK, this other dude, Dinesh D'Souza, another one of these Indian American right wing BSers, he said in the urban black community, mugshots can be an iconic symbol, both of victimization and greatness. It's a defiant, quote unquote, up yours to, quote unquote, the man. Think Tupac Shakur. Y'all, he called on Tupac. Think Tupac Shakur. Trump is now the ultimate gangster in our culture. People, come on now. Hell no. That is nonsense. That is nonsense. I don't know, Nan that looked at this shot, this this uh, mug shot and said, yeah, that does remind me of Hail Mary. Come with me. Hail Mary, run quick see. Not a one. Not a single one looked at this headshot. I keep saying headshot because really that's what it looks like. It doesn't look like any different than probably his headshot that he uses when he's actually like doing things on Hollywood. But the mug shot for Trump does not remind brothers of America's most wanted. Like there, like there's, I don't see, I don't see Snoop and Pac in Trump and Rudolph Giuliani. I don't see it, but you know, then there's this play the audio, just play this audio. Cause this is, this is also, this is, this is rich. I'm here to support president Trump. You want to know why I'm here to support president Trump? Because they done did black men like this for decades. Make up charges and put them so I know Trump is innocent. I support Trump against this corrupt, two-tiered justice system. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt for Trump 2024, and I mean that. What do you think about the indictment? Oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. Please stop. Please stop. Anyway, so that's what we're dealing with, okay? A brother with a shirt that says... Trump saying that there's a two-tier justice system and that Donald Trump is actually a part of that two-tier justice system. I don't understand it. I can't make it make sense, but I would love for y'all to help me try. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. What does this even say that they're trying to spin this to black folks and are there brothers out there that do feel like you relate to Trump after this mugshot please let me know 1-855-MANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 Jeremiah do you relate to Trump now as a black man now that you've seen him get a mugshot well I don't have a mugshot so I do not relate to Donald Trump on any level if anything we're further from each other at this point there you have it there you have it uh, I'll ask Supreme and when we get back we'll see if the other black man on here relates to Donald Trump's mugshot. We'll be right back with six second headlines. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're right back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here and it is time for us to jump into some 60 second headlines. Jeremiah, tell them what it is. All right. First up, Simone Biles is making history winning a record eighth all around national title at the U.S. Gymnastics Championship. Okay. And she also won four points ahead. <laughs> Okay, of Shailene Jones. So shout out to the other gymnasts that were killing it and doing the goddamn thing because of the best gymnastics we've seen in our lives. But Simone was just on another level. And I need y'all to know she's not even at her highest level of difficulty. Just putting that out there. Also, federal judge Tanya Chutkin has set Trump's trial date for March 4th, 2024 in Washington, D.C.'s criminal case for trying to overthrow the 2020 election. 
I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting my popcorn ready, okay? Because I want to see it. I know that we, this is the one that they're not going to actually televise, but trust me, this is going to be um, Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane's level of, <laughs> of people getting it right and wrong, but definitely trying to do their best to dictate what happened in the court. Or I translate, I should say, what happened in the court. Also, the CDC, they're updating COVID-19 vaccines and they're coming to pharmacies and clinics mid-September. Yeah, because COVID-19 is also coming to bodies mm-hmm. <laughs> this September. So we got to do it. Also, good news out of North Carolina State. Officials have unveiled the first park honoring African-American history in downtown Raleigh. Oh, congratulations. The park is called the North Carolina Freedom Park. Now, I always thought that Durham was the black part of North Carolina, Raleigh-Durham. It was like Raleigh-Durham and Durham is the black part. But I guess they said, you know, we're going to bring some blackness over to Raleigh, too. Also, last but not least, Lauren Hill has announced the Miss Education of Lauren Hill's 25th anniversary tour. And the Fugees will join her at some of her U.S. shows. Wow. That sounds like it could be really amazing if it starts on time. Uh, It actually is going to, (laughs) but it is going to jump off September 8th in Minneapolis. So if you get tickets, go out there. Let me know how it is so I can determine if I want to get tickets and go because I will be very frustrated if three hours go by and I'm still sitting there trying to wait for it to start. I don't want to be there like twiddling my fingers, singing um, Oh Happy Day with the audience. (laughs) All right. Well, those are your 60 second headlines. We got more The Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to get back to some Black Hero news. Okay, so all of my people out here need to understand that comedians do not play around when com- when other comedians like ask about who's funny. Like that's just like, why would you do this? And why of all people would Steve Harvey do this? Recently on his Twitter, because I've refused to call it X, Steve Harvey appeared to post a question. That was viewed over 1 million times before it was deleted. Your man said, nope, that's what he said. All right. So the issue is, is that Steve says he didn't post the question himself. Y'all, he's claiming he was hacked. Let's hear the audio. Somebody works for me on my Twitter put a statement out that was totally negative. I got to take responsibility for it because they work for me. But the engagement was talking about name a comedian you don't think is funny. Why would I do something like that? They don't even make no damn sense. My whole brand is to be motivational. And I'm going to turn around and say something like that. You don't know where these young people at in their career, man. They could be coming up anything. I'm all about positivity. <laughs> I would have never done nothing like that. I'm so pissed off right now, man. Talking about I was trying to get some engagement. Okay. Okay. Be trying to get some employment, too. My bad, y'all. Now I got to come on here and do something, doing a damn selfie. So here it is. I'm sorry. Okay, so here's the thing, though. The reason why this went so far is because everyone started replying, how you going to be the one to ask that question? You the least funny comedian. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. Yo, because I saw this on comedy pages and was like, oh, they okay, so this is this is going to another level. I mean, I don't know. Jeremiah, do you do the young people think Steve Harvey is funny? I mean, I haven't heard his name come up in conversation. <laughs> I've never heard anyone invite me over to be like, let's watch a Steve Harvey um, <laughs> stand up special. So, you know, I don't think they're in the, his like top five. I mean, I gotta say, like, I don't feel like we look at Steve Harvey as like a, uh, he's more like a 
funny. He's like humorous, right? A funny host. Yeah, at this point, a funny host. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Steve Harvey is a comic, but I think at this point, like he doesn't get that kind of like consideration. But, mm-hmm. you know, so that that was funny, y'all, because I know that he was I, I, I'm trying to imagine his Chicago self trying to handle this situation. Now, why you put that up now for this? This engagement got me looking crazy. Now everybody thinks that I'm over here trying to start something. I ain't trying to start nothing. I'm trying to just start up family feud in Africa. That's what I'm trying to focus. <laughs> Focus on <laughs> Africa. He did. He got the license for Family Feud to start it in Africa. What? Okay. Yes. <laughs> he is starting Family Feud in Africa and he's about to murder. Okay. The money that's about to roll in. Nigerians on Family Feud? Come on, B. That's, that's about true, to be the turn true. up of the century. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching. So there's that. Now, here's the thing, though. This was his social media person doing their job, right? Trying to get engagement. And I feel Mm -hmm. like these days, so much of the effort is like, how do we go viral? How do we go viral? How do we go viral? Where do you all think you draw the line? Because I feel like it's got to draw the line somewhere. Do you think there's a difference between going viral and actually just protecting your brain? Like what? I don't know. Cause that's not really the question. I think the question is like, should going viral always be the goal? And is, is, is going viral the same version as, is there no difference between good press and bad press? Mm, good question. Hit me up. one 855 That's one 855 We're going to hit the phone lines when we get back. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, here. Thank you for listening. If you miss anything, you can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. So I was taking your calls, 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Who's on the line? Hey, Amanda and Jim, I like the Bible. This is Brenton from Columbus. I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on what moving on looks like for you guys. Moving on in a relationship or even a friendship or something like that. Um, I just got up in an extremely long-term relationship, and it's been it was six years, and I really don't know anything else. Um, but I don't really know what moving on looks like. I I understand that moving on looks differently for everyone. Um, there's no time frame. It can be as long or it can be as short as you want it to be. But I just wanted to get your guys' opinions on um, like what that looks like for you too. Thanks. Um. Well, Jeremiah, you go first. <laughs> Well, I think, you know, moving on is really about when it comes to relationships, really centering yourself and figuring out what is the things that I enjoy um, that make me feel whole and like leaning into those things. And also looking at the other relationships in your life that aren't necessarily that particular friendship or that romantic partner and leaning into those and pouring into those. I feel like that's a great way to begin to move on. What about you? Uh, I feel like moving on is really just acceptance, like really Mm. accepting like, okay, so this is a wrap. Okay. Okay. So this is a wrap. Because you really will not move on until you like plant your feet in that. Mm. Um, Mm. Because even once you plant your feet in that, like you still, you know, your brain will wander. You'll think about things. You'll still have like, you know, your your one person arguments where you like by yourself, but having like a whole argument with the person. Um, But then you still always come back to, but this is done. And it, and it is what it is. 
And whether you're happy about it or not, the acceptance is what allows you to start charting the path forward and making identifications around like what you learned from this and, and you know how to apply that in the new path and, you know, finding, trying to find joy in the new path. Now, if you are the reason why it ended, that's, you know, I can't speak from that point of view because I I haven't been in that situation, (laughs) to be honest. Um, Right, right. I have not been in a situation where I was the, like, I've never cheated on somebody and it ended because we cheated or, you know, because I was, you know, being mean or et cetera, et cetera. Like that's, it's never been the case. So, I mean, I'm sure that they had their issues, but ultimately the reason why things have ended in majority of my relationships are because there was just like something so egregious that it was like, well, we just got to cut it, shed it and keep it popping. And so once you accept that, that's exactly what you do. Pop, pop, pop. And don't stop. Okay. Well, coming up next hour, we got Blacker News. President Biden, he said he's not looking to make Trump's legal troubles an election issue. I'm not sure how that can be the case, but we'll see what he says. We're also going to talk about child support. <laughs> Safari says Halle Berry's baby daddy is not a man for wanting to collect child support. I'm not sure why we care what Safari says, but I'm sure Halle Berry's baby daddy don't because he's just going to be <laughs> collecting a check. But nonetheless, we got a big up let down and KFC let us down. So you got you to stick around and find out why when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is August 28th. Happy birthday to the late Michael Jackson. Happy birthday to the late Michael Jackson. And uh, happy birthday to my next door neighbor. Happy birthday to the late John McCain. Yeah. So we got one next door neighbor and two deceased folks. So shout out to everybody who is alive (laughs) on this day, August 28th. (laughs) Jeremiah, like the Bible, what do we have coming up this hour in our aliveness? Coming up this hour in Black Girl News, we got to talk about President Biden because he says he will not make Trump's legal problems an election issue. Also, we'll talk about child support because Safari says Halle Berry's baby daddy. Yes, Safari. He said her baby daddy is not a man because he wants to collect child support. Plus, we got the big up letdown come up this hour as well. I'm tired. I'm tired. But you know what? If you're not tired of us and you miss any of the show, you can always check us out wherever you get your podcast. All you got to do is pipe in the Amanda Seals show. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast. We got side effects of In Amanda We Trust, which is my new political comedy documentary. And you got till Friday to check it out. All right. All you got to do is go to inamandawetrust.com. And this is my baby. Okay. I made this from the bottom of my heart and from my own pockets. And it is a political comedy documentary that's really just a love letter and a public service announcement to the people on taking back your power. Check that out. Okay. At inamandawetrust.com. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is time for Blackerid News. So President Biden is not looking to make former President Donald Trump's legal troubles central to his 2024 pitch for re-election. And I think that is a silly idea. But let's hear what Biden's campaign co-chair Cedric Richmond has to say about it. 
Well, the president has said from the beginning that uh, he wanted an independent Justice Department, and we have to just that. So we're not going to comment. We're not going to focus on Donald Trump's legal problems. Uh, but what I will say about President Biden and Vice President Harris is that they have always focused on the American people. So they're going to continue to do their jobs of bringing down costs, uh, raising wages, uh, rebuilding the middle class from the bottom up and the middle out, bringing 13 million, creating 13 million jobs, 800,000 manufacturing jobs. That's what they're focused on. And that's what they should be focused on. And the campaign's going to I mean, that's a good thing to focus on because the Republicans ain't got no policies nowhere. Now, Jeremiah, you did drop something in the chat earlier where it said that people are really more concerned about Biden's ability to like withstand another four years at his age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people were more when it came to Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, where people were like they felt Joe Biden was too old versus they felt like Donald Trump was a criminal. <laughs> he's only like three years. Right. Well, he's a three, but he's only three years behind Joe Biden. Right, exactly. Only three years younger. So Joe Biden is an old man, and to them, Donald Trump is a young criminal. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Neither of these are great options, guys. Okay? Neither of these are great options, which is why I'm going to hold my fingers crossed that Gavin Newsom comes through in the clutch and says, you know what? Let me just take this, Joe. I got this. I got this. And then, you know, she can be, uh, Kamala can be like, we did it, Gav. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know. This is the, but this is the other thing too, is that I feel like the Republicans be playing dirty and the Democrats are always trying to be like, no, we cute. We cute. We're going to be above board. We're going to be above board. And I'm like, play dirty. Like they coming out here with AR-15s. Y'all better get some bats or something. If he's going to be out here talking all type of nonsense, you don't even have to talk nonsense. You can literally just be like, y'all should vote for me because I'm not going to jail. <laughs> That's right. it. Like that's not even doing to that's just that's just the facts. Y'all should vote for me because I don't have a mugshot. That's just the facts. See see with the see with the election. <laughs> Democrats always trying to be cute. Always trying to be cute. Democrats is the ones who like, you know, show up to the white party in all black. And you're just like, ugh, why you did that? Because we're just trying to, you know, we're trying to we, we're trying to be different. No, everybody here is already on all whiteness, literally in this white nationalist country. So, mm, okay, well, we'll see what happens. I hope that they actually get a better strategy than just like talking about policy. Because if you haven't noticed, Americans don't want to hear that. They actually want to hear something a lot more salacious. And it should be as basic as vote for me because I'm not racist. But um, what do y'all think? One eight five five man to eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. What would you need to hear Joe Biden say? Like, what you want him to say? Give a call me. Call me up with a campaign slogan for Joe Biden. Okay, my campaign slogan was it seals the deal. Okay, what does Joe Biden's campaign slogan need to be to get folks to get on his side? Because I feel like Make America Great Again got all the racists raging. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so what can we get to get all the not racists hype? Work it out. Hit me up. one 855 8 We'll be right back. Let's talk about it on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Uh, we got more Blackerate news for you. Here's some pop culture. Jeremiah, tell them about this. 
So in case you guys didn't know, Halle Berry finalized her divorce from Oliver Martinez and she's been ordered to pay this man 8K a month, y'all, 8K. So she was ordered to pay her ex-husband an additional 4.3% of her annual income she makes over $2 million. Now that's one thing, but then Safari, you know, who's from Love & Hip Hop, was with Eric Amanda Nicki Minaj. He has no connection to either party, but decided to weigh in and say, a man getting child support is crazy. Halle Berry playing Oliver child support? Question mark. He's not a man. He, he ain't who asked him? him? <laughs> like, he who asked him? him? Was this a tweet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because that's what happens. I'd be like, where was someone asking Safari this? It's like, no one asked Safari this. Safari just felt the need to tell us this on the Twitter. Well, here's the thing. Um, it's not about being a man or a woman. It's about, you know, kind of just the scenario of things. And she is the breadwinner and they got divorced. And he, I, I understand, does he have custody? That's how it usually works. Whoever has custody is the one who's the recipient of the child support. So right. here we are. Um, what I'm curious about is how he ended up getting custody. But I guess maybe mm-hmm. they have joint custody. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of that. But I do know that I don't think it should matter. I don't think it should matter whether it's a man or a woman and, and child support. I don't, you know, this idea of like what makes someone a man. I mean, I, you know, is Safari more of a man because he has had a sex tape come out? I don't know. Yikes. I don't, I don't know. Hit me up, guys. one 855 8 Hit me up, y'all. Do you agree with Safari? Should there be, should it only go one way? Don't say you're not ignorant because I'm a clown on you. But hit me up. 1855-AMANDA8. That's 1855-262-6328. All right. When we get back, we got my big up and my let down. And uh, it's going to be a good one. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up and let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up. Let down. Y'all, we are back right here at the Amanda Seal Show, and it is time for today's Big Up, So today's Big Up, Y'all, you know what? I know that yesterday it was about Shikari, but we're gonna keep it in the Shikari camp because I've been seeing so many beautiful photos of Shikari and the Jamaican runners just embracing each other in just your hood on the track, okay? And it's just really been a nice, like, positive view, especially since, remember last time, it was like, oh, well, she can't beat the Jamaicans. She rise, now she need to watch him out. She can't beat the Jamaicans. And, like, listen, I think that people had, like, actually created more dissension than anything. And I know the Jamaicans, you know, they're going to run their mouth, of course, because I know my West Indian people. But it was really dope just to see that they seem to have moved past that and embraced each other as champions, as competitors and just I mean one of the pictures is so beautiful that I really want to like figure out if I can paint it like that's how beautiful it was then to top it off a bonus big up was seeing all of the sisters at the national gymnastics championship this weekend because baby we was out there Simone gets the first place second place goes to Shailise Jones I mean we had Jordan Childs in the mix we had um, Sky Blakely in the mix I mean it's just really great to see the sisters out here dominating in the sports so so that is today's big up, big up. sisterhood on the track. All right. Now today's let down. Okay. It started as a letdown. A Canadian KFC marketing campaign is receiving backlash online. So the people online are saying we're let down. 
because many users found their choice of images to be culturally insensitive. So the images are on billboards and basically they they consist of pictures of black people, of paintings of black people eating chicken. But the pics are really close up. And the folks is just in that chicken, y'all. They in that, they in that chicken. They they licking their fingers. But the paintings are actually like really good. I don't know if they're AI, but they really are like actually kind of artistic. And then I gotta tell y'all, I mean, black folk, we do like chicken. And I don't think that they make the black folks look like distasteful. They just look like the chicken is tasty. So I had to flip mode. I had to flip mode, y'all. I was originally on the letdown, but I, I, I think it's it's not really a big up. It's just I didn't find it culturally insensitive. And you know, I'd be the first one to tell y'all that's racist. I don't like it. This one just to me felt like it was maybe hitting a little too close to home for folks. <laughs> I think folks may have been offended that they saw themselves in the reflections of that knife, spoon, and fork. And they was like, why they put me up on that billboard eating my chicken like that? That's how I eat my chicken in peace. How dare they expose my joy of the succulents? That's what I think. The caption said finger looking good. And that's what the people look like they doing. Like they eating chicken that's finger looking good. It actually made me want some mashed potatoes or gravy. And you know that KFC mashed potatoes with gravy is its own cuisine. So there's that. Jeremiah, were you offended by the pictures? You know, it wasn't my cup of tea, but you know, you got to get black people to eat chicken. So, you know, they were trying to reach your audience. I don't know if they, they, I don't know if they reached their audience, but it was an attempt. Did you find it offensive? I didn't find it offensive. It was just like, oh, that was a choice. <laughs> I mean, listen, sometimes I don't know what we want. We want to see us, but we don't want to see us to us. And then it's just like a hard thing to really win. Like chicken, anytime you do something chicken with black people, it's just like a hard uh, battle to win. I didn't want to, I wouldn't want to be in that marketing team. It's not an easy battle to fight. All right. Well, there you go, y'all. There you go. Hit me up, 1855-MANDA-8. That's 1855-262-6328. Did you see the images? Did they offend you? I want to know, okay? And did you see the images of Shikari and the Jamaicans? Did it enlighten and empower you? Did it make you feel good? I want to know. Call me up. You know the number, 1855-MANDA-8. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Thank you for listening. Remember, if you miss anything, you can check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Now, we're always taking your calls on your topics and on our topics. So hit me up. And remember, on Fridays, we do things I learned this week. Yeah. So I want to hear from you guys. What did you learn this week? Because I know you learned some things. We always learning all the time. And I want to know. I want to know. Hit me up. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Who's this? I'm calling in to talk about the uh, friends, the lovers thing. <laughs> um, it's, 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 it's very easy to have it happen a lot of times because love is love. You love somebody as a friend, know this person deeply and finally and everything like that. There's a love and there's a connection there. Now. And then you want to, you know, lovers or just basically just have sex. That's what that means. Lovers ain't nothing but having sex. Love and something that shared. I know people, I know my brother, he has one child. And yes, when I had my second child, I still had two childs. I'm like, I love them the same, just differently. You know? 
and I can't just choose, I wouldn't be able to just choose one and move it forward, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, monogamy is really the definite side. Everybody should love who they love because love is one thing. And then if you want to put, a, you know, a physical, sexual thing on top of it or whatever, that should be between you and the person that you're doing it with. And that's really where happiness lies at. That's my two cents. So what he's saying is he wants a bunch of girls. <laughs> what he's saying is I can love more than one woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, y'all. Is that what did I hear correctly, Jeremiah? Or was that just me? I mean, I feel like he was trying to say, you know, love can be anywhere you want it to be. It's <laughs> can be anywhere you want well, it to be. There you have it. There you have it. Lovers and friends. I think it's a beautiful thing as long as everybody is in agreement of what's happening and mm-hmm. truly happy with what's happening and not just saying it because they want to sound like the cool chick. <laughs> okay. All right. Coming up next hour, something very ultra not cool. There was a fatal shooting on the campus of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Y'all, we just had another shooting the other day. And you know what I had said to myself recently? I was like, oh, We've had like a kind of calm, it's it's kind of calmed down, the shooting. And I'm mad that I said it because a part of me feels like I jinxed it or something. So we're going to, we're going to get into that. We're also going to talk about Kiki Palmer's tattoo. So we're going to run the gamut <laughs> next hour. All right. We're going to run the gamut of things that matter and things that don't matter. Right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Today is August 29th. On this day in 2005, Hurricane Katrina landed on the Gulf Coast of the United States, causing extensive damage and leading to a major humanitarian crisis. Jeremiah, do you remember where you were when this happened? Yes, I was in the fifth grade and we had like tropical storms. That's I, mean, I think that's like my first time understanding like what tropical storms were and like hurricanes because Hurricane Katrina was so massive. I was not in the fifth grade. I was in my apartment in Harlem. Um, and that was where I was when I saw Kanye stand next to Mike Myers and say, George Bush doesn't, George Bush doesn't like black people, which was not a lie, which was not a lie. Um, I don't think anyone could have really imagined the devastation of Katrina, though, because it had so many just repercussions beyond simply just like flooding, you know, just in terms of just the looting, the 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 wreaking of havoc and chaos that went down in the Superdome, you know, with people trying to gain shelter, but then there was like sexual assault happening and theft and just also then like police shooting at people trying to get across the bridge. I mean, it was just an, an insane amount of chaos. Um, and many to this day say that it could have been prevented. Um, in terms of the way that the black folks' properties were destroyed. So, you know, if you haven't ever seen When the Levees Break, the documentary that I think Spike Lee produced, um, you should definitely check that out because it definitely gives some insight into this whole thing in a grander way than simply just like through the weather. All right. Uh, Speaking of giving insight, we love to do that here at the Amanda Seal Show. What are we going to be talking about this hour? 
Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about the fatal shooting that took place yesterday at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Also, in pop culture, social media has been reacting to Kiki Palmer's tattoo. So the question is, would you get a tattoo of someone's name on your body? We're going to find out. Stay locked in. Also, how black do we feel today, Amanda Seals? All right, all that's going down. So make sure you keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't go anywhere. I'm Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is time to get into some more Blackier news. This is uh, some terrible news, actually. So there was a failed shooting on the campus of University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill yesterday afternoon. <sighs> at least one faculty member has died. Shots were fired in the chemistry lab at around 1.02 p.m. Eastern. And um, after reports of an active shooter began to spread, students resorted to climbing out of windows, jumping out of buildings. I saw the videos, and you're just like, is this what this is really because this doesn't happen anywhere else. I don't know how to stress this further. Nowhere else in the world is this happening in this fashion. Nowhere else. And it's as if America is wearing it as a badge of honor because they continue to not do anything to try to stop it. Um, people waited inside, locked in lecture halls. Sheltering in place while authorities cleared buildings. Police arrested the suspect about a mile away from the campus. Apparently, his name is Tyler Key, which I think sounds Chinese. But they said that he was described, and this is Fox News that described him. He's described. He was described as a mostly white Asian male, which is <sighs> not funny. But Seeing it in written space, like written with words, mostly white Asian male. What the, what does that mean to Fox News? Did he have a slanted eye, but he had a rosy cheek? I don't know. Did he have a blonde bang, but the last name is Key? What What is it that made him a mostly white Asian male? Was he wearing a Make America Great? Like, was he wearing a Make America Great Again hat? But he was eating like was he eating american pie with chopsticks like i don't know what makes him a mostly white asian male just from viewing him i don't know but apparently the university has listed him as a grad student on their website <sighs> i mean the shooter in jacksonville was trying to go to an hbcu before he went to the goddamn dollar tree i don't know gal i don't i don't know i don't know what 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 people are thinking is going to change when we're not changing anything. I mean, I think people are really just concerned to your point that, you know, a few days ago, there was an attempt to go onto a college campus in Florida, in Jacksonville. And now you turn around a few days later and now you have this happening at UNC. And I think just, I think there's always just the general concern about campus safety at colleges um, in the midst of every other atrocious thing when it comes to like crime happening around the country. It's like all these things are like bubbling over at, like very expeditiously. And I think people are just really, I just, they're like, okay. I don't want to say they're helpless at this point, but they don't know where to turn or who to turn to because the government doesn't seem to care about stuff like this. Who can we run to? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just an atrocity. And, uh, you know, to go back to school after this, how? Mm -hmm. How do you do it? Let alone like when we see the little kids going back to school. 
I don't know, y'all. Let me know your thoughts. One eight five five minute eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. I don't know if you've seen Kiki Palmer's tattoo, but apparently people are talking. They're talking about it. Would you ever get someone's name tattooed on your body? Call me up. Have you? Did you ever get it covered up? What'd you cover it up with? <laughs> Hit me up. One eight five five minute eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. And um, okay, so y'all know I don't like to get into stuff like this too much, but social media has been reacting. Speaking of butts, social media has been reacting to Kiki Palmer's tattoo of her baby daddy, Darius Jackson's birth date, under her butt. So she like celebrated her 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Kiki. (laughs) Happy birthday to ya. And she put out like a whole series of photos called her Dirty 30 Photos online in honor of her big day. Let's see, in one of the pics, you can see his birthday tattooed right under her butt. And social media had a lot to say about it. What did they have to say about it, Jeremiah? What, were they, what, were, what was the key that they were saying? I mean, I think people were shocked because a lot of people were under the impression that they weren't no longer together because there was so much online since the whole but tattoos situation. are permanent. They are. They are permanent. But people were just shocked. Also, Kiki's a, a very intentional person. So the fact that she even showed it and then, and then like Photoshop it out, I think she was trying to send the people a message. Mm, okay. All right. You know what? Kiki, bro, you're right. She's very intentional. Very intentional. Um, you know, the, the whole thing about getting someone's name or like their face tattooed on your body, like that's a real strong choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've seen issues where people get someone's face tattooed and you're like, who is that supposed to be? That's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> I remember when Kevin Samuel died and people were getting Kevin Samuel tattoos. And I was like, wait, wait, why? That's odd. That's odd. You know, but it's the cover up that ends up being the doozy. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Nas had a tattoo of Khalees on his arm and then he had to cover it up. But like it was a very intricate tattoo. So the cover up had to also be an intricate tattoo. So he just has like a giant lion <laughs> on his arm because the mane of the lion <laughs> was Khalees's hair. <laughs> Ooh, child. Speaking of breakups, apparently Khalees and... Um, Bill Murray broke up. They were having a oh, summer yeah. romance. Yeah, <laughs> summer romance. But I, I would never get someone's name tattooed on my body. Never. Um, yeah, my ex had his wife's name tattooed. I, the last two dudes I was with both had a woman's name tattooed in their body and tried to cover it up. And the cover up just looked a mess. And it was like, I mean, if, I, if I'm annoyed seeing this, you got to be annoyed seeing this. No? Mm. I don't know. Look a little sketchy wetch. So y'all, if you just remember tattoos are permanent. That's all I want to say. Tattoos are permanent. Okay. And especially in your twenties, stay away from the needle. Stay away both for heroin and tattoos. <laughs> stay away from the needle. Keep it, keep it, keep it tucked. You know what you can do? Like get a charm, you know, get a charm. Get Maybe get a nameplate with their name. You know what I mean? Because you can wear that and then when it's not working, you just take it off. But just don't put it on your actual body. How about that? Okay. Okay. That was my public service announcement to y'all. When we get back, we're going to talk about how black we feel today. All right. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And it is time to talk about how black we feel today. How black do you feel? 
Jeremiah, how black do you feel today? Um, I feel uh, cocoa butter and incense black, I think, because the other day I was out here at, I decided to like be out in nature more. So I went to like this park, like in my neighborhood, I had a blanket, but also like a dashiki and then I had like a book. It felt real like earthy black person, which I, I don't <laughs> consider myself to be, <laughs> but I feel like I was cosplaying as like somebody's, um, like, did you pseudo- have glasses that you didn't actually need? No, I, I I mean I really wear glasses. But I, I don't wear glasses to read. Did I just, you have I a leather can... backpack? No, I didn't. Because <laughs> the leather backpack is the top off for that one. <laughs> the black dashiki scholar, the black dashiki scholar, always has a leather backpack with like one big buckle. Mm-hmm. No, I got to invest in one. How black do you feel today? I feel um, I feel very character in a Terry McMillan book. Mm today um i'm just like i'm taking some time for myself and wellness and i've just been also taking in nature and it just feels very like grown black woman on a journey of self-care which i feel like is ultimately a terry mcmillan trope that um you know we we've come to expect and, and appreciate terry mcmillan of course is the author of Waiting to exhale, Stella got how Stella got her groove back, etc. So that's how black I'm feeling today. All right, love y'all. It. We love it. We we love it. We're in nature. We're black. That's how we feel. <laughs> Hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We're gonna take some calls when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, Jeremiah, where can they get us if they miss us? Well, they get us on any podcast platform, Amanda, because, you know, they turn the show into a daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast every single day. Every single day, y'all. Every single day. I know some of y'all didn't know that, but you can. Mm-hmm. You can also get my podcast, Small Doses, latest episode, Side Effects of In Amanda We Trust, which is my political comedy documentary. Just put it out. You got one more week to check it out. So make sure you go to InAmandaBeTrust.com before it's out of here. All right. But we're still here. We got the phone lines open. Who's on the line? Hey, I'm probably late, but I wanted to shout out um, two teachers that I had. One in middle school, Miss Leckliner. She uh, was hard. I actually tried to get out of her class, like switch classes because she had a notorious name for being really hard. Um, long story short, uh, she made you memorize every single continent and every country that was in that continent without a word bank. Um, and would just pass out blank <laughs> blank continents <laughs> for you to, you had to pass. I think I got out of there with a C too. Like, I struggled, but anyway, um, I did really well with Africa. And that told me a lot about myself. It was really hard to memorize every <laughs> single uh, country and how to spell that hoe. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Miss Leckliner and Mr. Brown at Penn Talking High School. Oh, so we, didn't, we didn't get what Mr. Grouch did, but he got a shout out. <laughs> he got right, a shout right. out. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Um, Jeremiah, do you feel like you could fill in any continents? I would practice. I mean, I'm sure I could, but just off the dome, no, no. Could you do the United States? I could. the The Midwest always throws me off. 
But like the coast, I would kill the coast. I could do the coast real well. But that middle part, you'd be like, mm, where's Idaho again? Where's Montana? <laughs> I feel like I know the shapes. I feel like I know That's the true. shapes. So I feel like if I'm looking at it, I would be able to buy now. I would be able to buy the shapes. But Europe? Nah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to be able to make it. Nah. Europe, I'm going to hit you with that Italy. That's the boot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the boot. Like, even Norway, Sweden, and Finland, it's like, I know they all together, but I don't know which one is which. Right. And uh, Africa, you're right. I'm with I'm with her. Africa is rough, tough. Tough. South Africa. <laughs> well, I remember someone asking me, is that a country? Oh, see. And I had to say yes without judgment because I'm a kind soul. But they should have known. They should have known, y'all. South Africa is a country. Okay. It is. It is. Shout out to Miss Linkletter. <laughs> Keep calls coming, y'all. Keep the calls coming. And no, it's never too late to call and shout out one of your favorite teachers. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 We'll do that till the day is done. All right. Then it don't got to be like teacher week or back to school week for that. We're going to always hold that down. So make sure you give us a call. Coming up next hour, we got the word of the day. Politicians say the darnest things and six second headlines and more right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to listen, laugh, and learn with the word of the day. All right, Jeremiah, what does obstinate mean? Um, obstinate. Um, it sounds like obstacle. So maybe like somebody or something that's um, impeding against something or stopping something. Honestly, this is the best use of your like version of etymology. Like you'd be like trying to like se- like break the word down. The, yeah, like you're. It's not really Latin, but you'd be trying to use that type of like method. Um, yes, the Merriam-Webster de- definition of obstinate is stubborn. It describes people ah, who refuse okay. to change their behavior in spite of a reason arguments or persuasion and it describes things that are not easily fixed removed or dealt with so you know the limestone uh well i have this like calcium deposits on the side of my pool (laughs) that are very obstinate you know my mother has grown very obstinate about returning to therapy Mm. obstinate is the word I think that's an easy word for y'all to use in a sentence. So hit me up. one 855 8 What do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have a flip on politicians say the darndest things. Politicians say the smartest things. Also, 60-second headlines in case you missed it. Plus, the big up let down. All that is coming up, so don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for... Politicians, politicians say, say the, the smartest, smartest things. things. 
today we have Tennessee State Representative y'all Justin Jones, who was recently on CNN talking about gun control and mass shootings. And he had this to say about Florida. I mean, we're seeing this in our state. People are sick and tired. I want to say to the people of America, do not accept thoughts and prayers from one of these politicians in Florida who have passed this proliferation of guns in their community. That is unacceptable. We need to hold them accountable. This week alone in Tennessee, thousands of people have showed up to our capital demanding action on common sense gun laws. Democrats, independents, Republicans standing together saying, Governor Lee, Speaker Sexton, we need to protect kids and not guns. We need to protect our communities and end this proliferation of guns in our community. This is not an issue of left or right, Jim. It's a moral issue of right and wrong. People are rising up. They're sick of this. And I think that change is coming. And we're seeing it in my state. I believe it can be a model for this nation. Um, we're fighting. Um, whether you have to bring a megaphone to the house, house floor to be heard or not, we're going to make sure that the voices of people who are being terrorized are heard, that we say we're going to stop this madness, that it, we, we have the power to stop it. It's a policy decision and it's unacceptable. He's not wrong. Nope. <sighs> He's not wrong. I mean, it's honestly kind of trippy the way that they now are just so... Because, okay, it's one thing to be like, oh, like, we don't care about gun control. But then it's another thing when there's, like, a bunch of people being like, well, we care about gun control. And it's like, yeah, but we don't care about y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the part for me. Like, it was fine for them to say that, okay, but now that your constituency tells you, but we care, how do you keep saying, but we don't care about y'all? How does that work? I just can't put my, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't, but you know, Representative Jones, Representative Justin J. Pearson, they're not playing around in Tennessee. Tennessee has become a very strong battleground for, you know, just kind of where the country is going. I think it's actually like a real strong litmus test to let you know, like, yeah, this right here is very Texas, it's very Florida. Like that could be the whole nation. So I don't know. Um, I think everybody needs to really kind of, Pay attention, even though it's not maybe not your state. It, 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 what he's saying is real. The Florida scenario didn't just happen; it was set up to happen. Any thoughts? No, I agree with you. I feel like Justin Jones and the just people in Tennessee. We see, see a lot of legislators across the country in different um, capacities, really just trying to steer the country in the right direction. You have so many people who are loud and wrong, <laughs> and who are publicly <laughs> dismantling the um, democracy. So I love to see. People like Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, really out here on the opposite side, showing that, you know, if if we go, go down, we going down with a fight, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Like, we're not going to just, you know, shut up. You know, right. y'all, can't just, y'all ain't going to just run us out of here. We're going to actually make you have to, like, push us out of here. So keep up with the work. Keep up the work. Shout out to everybody in Tennessee and everybody out here who just is continuously raising our voices to say this is not okay. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Your 60-second headlines are coming at you. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. That is it for the Amanda Seal Show today. It's your girl Amanda Seals. I'm about to head on out of here. All right. Hope everybody had a good one. Um, Jeremiah, what did we cover? Run it down for the folks. We talked about a lot. We talked about Steve Harvey saying it wasn't him on Twitter. His social media person had sent out that tweet about who's the funniest comedian. It wasn't him. Also, we talked about child support because Halle Berry is paying her ex-husband $8,000 a month, apparently. Also, unfortunately, there was another mass shooting that took place at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. We gave you an update on that, as well as just an update on Kiki Palmer's butt tattoo, if you're interested Mm. in that. So if you're interested in any of those things, they were discussed right here at the Amanda Seal Show. So make sure you uh, check it out. You can get the latest episode of the show wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast. You can also check out my uh, 
political comedy coming to my my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust is available wherever you get your podcasts. Or, sorry, it's available at, in amandawetrust.com. That's where it's available. All right. Remember to keep them calls coming in. I'd love to hear from you guys, especially on Fridays. We have things I learned this week and I want to hear what did you learn this week? All right. So make sure to hit me up and let me know. We got more show for you tomorrow. On Wednesday's show, we'll have all of your Black Earned news. We're also going to talk about what rapper is the focus of a Georgia law school class this fall. Hmm. Plus, your big up let down, and another edition of Polit- politicians say the darndest thing. Maybe, maybe the rapper is is uh, Young Thug, and it's a, a law school class about Ricos. <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow. All that and more Wednesday on the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay up, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.